ladies and gentlemen, from All Seasons Studio 306 in Midlothian, Virginia. It's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode is a deeper understanding of two popular terms. Yeah. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Man, uh, people that have their best behavior while they're sleeping are something else. Dead men walking. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Undiluted Truth. My name is Ben, and without any further delay, let's welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing today, sir? I am doing fantastic, Ben. Wonderful, wonderful. But it's, but it's getting better. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not going to sing the Beatles tune. It's getting better all the time. I don't even know if I have the accent. Okay. Getting, no. I'm not. Mm. But you get the idea. Yeah. So, no, uh, it is... Always good to be back in the studio and 306, the new one, is, uh, this is awesome. We, we are actually on video, and yeah. and ladies and gentlemen, it has been a long time since this has happened. So we've been promising and promising. We, we didn't renege on our promises. Uh, so here we are, and it. let me tell you, just by a mental health, uh, uh, a need that, that I have, and I think Ben would agree, we need to be in here doing what we do just for for that mental and spiritual sanity. So yeah, absolutely. today absolutely today we have two topics and 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 I'm going to be perfectly honest with with everyone. Uh, first of all, welcome all of you rock tumblers and truth seekers out there. Uh, it is always a privilege to be here on um, actually it's a privilege to be live on video for the first time but it, in all honesty it's it's a privilege to be doing what we do on this platform and bringing you a shot of the undiluted truth uh, so uh, welcome everyone I'm just going to be perfectly honest today there is a term that there's two terms one just sort of raises my eyebrows and I know it's, it has a deeper meaning and I'm hearing it being used more and more, but one it just sort of really bristles the hair on my head or on my neck, probably a, a better term. But the terms are back to normal. Right. That one I, I've just come to just dislike hmm. because the the back to normal, the back to normal. You know, you started hearing that. When you know we were in the midst of this pandemic, and we need to get back to normal, back to normal. And I can tell you, the normal that I think the powers to be are talking about getting back to is one that gives them complete control. And I don't want to go there. And I can—I'll just tell you on the spiritual side—I do not want to go back to that normal. Uh, so many things have been uncovered, and we mentioned it uh, in our last episode where using the analogy of Toto pulling right. the <laughs> pulling the curtain back uh, at the Wizard of Oz, you know, that man behind the curtain, uh, which I, I think that has been done and it continues to be done. 
so that back to normal term, I just, I, I just can't. This is a personal thing, you know. I think, yeah, we all have our own hangups, uh, and I, that's one of mine. Uh, in most recent days, I, I've just come to dislike that term. I think there's b- b- bigger and better things that are out there than wanting to go back to normal. And and I, maybe we could throw this out at the audience. Uh, okay. Or, or here in the studio, we can begin. I, I want to replace that term with another term. I don't know. What, I, I think forward to the future, forward to prosperity, forward to something. But let's let's get rid of back. Yeah. You know. So you know, yeah. something catchy that you could put on a shirt or something. You know that hey, you know you could put like back to normal and put a line through it. You know what I'm saying? Well, what and, about if you threw in uh, back to the future? Well, yeah, well, that's sort of I'm the meaning. Sorry. No, I, yeah. I, I, no, but you, <laughs> but that's kind of what I was, you know, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. back to forward or back to right. uh, a positive. You uh, don't want to uh, go back, right? Uh, right. No, no, we <laughs> we want to find something that's good in the future. Sure, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. With you. Uh, so you know, that, that's that, that's the first uh, term phrase, okay. I guess. You know, the term being a phrase right. that, that you right. know, and the other one. That has a much deeper meaning, and and this one is being sort of tossed around quite a bit. And that term is, you can put four in front of it, F-O-R, not the number four, but F-O-R, the common good. We need to do this for the common good. And everything has got that sort of weird little catchphrase. And I can tell you, the common good has got deeper roots and it's got some deeper meaning than just caring for everyone. I I think, you know, yeah, and it's kind of yeah. like that sort of reminds me of when, you know, the one political party would point at the other one and, and, and try to make the constituents believe that, you're, that other candidate wants dirty water and wants to starve children and kill grandma. Right. And I, I never knew a candidate that I believed that was really what they wanted, but it was being used in a way that sort of, hey, we want clean water. Well, who, yeah. who doesn't? Who doesn't want everyone... To to you know the the common good. Who who doesn't want good for everyone? I mean, I do, even though I've got to check myself sometimes because I I've got some pinned up uh, maybe some resentments uh, that I have to personally deal with me and God. Yeah. Uh, but it's that's sort of what this this term common good remind me of. It's nice. It's a nice you know we we're for we are for clean water. Well, I mean, who isn't? What, you know, the common good. But what we have here, I'm not sure if it's on the screen yet, but uh, there is some deeper be. meaning. And, yeah. and, and I know yeah. through all of this, Ben, there is a group that has been sort of interestingly quiet. Nobody's mentioning a certain group and, and, or a certain power, I should say. Okay. And that power is probably the most powerful country that is represented in the United Nations, and it is the smallest country. 
Hmm. And that would be the Vatican. Right, right. And that might be something that most people don't know, but it is a country. It, they, they are represented in, in the United Nations, and yeah. they do have a say. And this is something that I wanted to get into. And what you can see on your screen yes. is the principle of common good in the Catholic Church's social doctrine. And before, ladies and gentlemen, just know this. I believe, and I know Ben believes this, and most of you guys out there probably believe that there are good people in all different denominations throughout the world. Absolutely. But this one here is very unique in the way they are structured. I believe that there are going to be good Catholic people that practice Catholicism in heaven. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out on a limb and start naming them because I do not judge. That's for God and the Holy Spirit to do. But in this case, I do believe that this particular, this is the only religious power that has a say in the United Nations. So that right. ought to raise your eyebrows. Yeah. That's why I think this is so relative in what's going on today. This term, common good, common good, you're hearing it more and more and more, you know, and we talked about terms uh, in, 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 in phrases uh, some time back, right. you know, the, the, the Great Reset, and uh, I think there was another one that we were using that, that was similar to that. This is along the same lines. Yeah. You know, right. or, you know, we, we know there's a group uh, <laughs> that what one of their catchphrases is, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. This, this is a deeper look at, at some of this. And um, I, what I'd like for us to do, first of all, if, if, if you can see the screen, you're seeing Pope yeah, Francis. Uh, can they see that on the yeah, screen? They, there? Pope, uh, Pope Francis, Trump, comeback agenda, exposed uh, use of sports. This is a long, and if you can see uh, this, the screen as well. Mm-hmm. But there's a, a, a gentleman that really digs into this, this topic, uh, and he knows it inside out, that... Is, and his name is Walter Vaith. And we're going to hear, just go ahead and let him uh, sort of go through this. But you can see right here and read what's, what's there and follow along. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and, and, and play a little bit of uh, Walter Vaith kind of talking about this. And we'll, we will be, be commenting, but just think about this phrase, and he's going to dig into the meaning of it here. Let's, let's give it a run here. The principles of common good in the Catholic Church's social doctrine. We need to understand this. This is from the Pontifical Council for Justice and Peace. So the sources we are using are original sources. Everyone also has the right to enjoy the conditions of social life that are brought about by the quest for the common good. (laughs) So you're allowed to enjoy the conditions of social life that are brought about by the common good. It's very important that we understand their way of writing because it always sounds so good, but there's a sting of death in it. The distribution of created goods, which as every discerning person knows, is laboring today under the gravest evils due to the huge disparity between the few exceedingly rich and the unnumbered property less, etc. 
Mm. Well, that is rerum novarum, the papal encyclical, that it is not stealing if you take from those that have and give to those that do not have. But the Bible calls it stealing. <laughs> the Bible mm -hmm. says it's stealing. That's right. Interesting. Oh, boy. Okay. And we, we, we did not anticipate that, but uh, All right. we'll, we will definitely get off of that screen. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let me know when you're back there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will, let, I will let you know when I'm back here. All right. But uh, uh, I, I think the, the one thing that he did say that I, is, that I can appreciate is the understanding of how things are written. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll get back to it just for a couple right. more minutes here. Okay. Oop, uh, Tasks of the political community, the responsibility of attaining the common good besides falling to individual persons belongs also to the state. Well, let's let's stop right there. Oh boy! Now, now, this is the writings. You know, as as he as you saw before, this you know, and the references are are there. Um, the responsibility for attaining the common good, besides falling to individual persons, belongs also to the state, since the common good is the reason that the political authority exists. Mm. Wow. Now, does the term common good seem to start leaning toward another direction? I mean, mm. this, you know, yeah. uh, uh, all of a sudden it seems that the common good is is sort of empowering the state. Uh, let's... Right, let's, okay. Let's, we'll, we'll kick along a little bit more here and see what uh, Walter has to say about it. And, and, and I'll tip you off a little bit here. He, he doesn't go through and read all of this, but I, I think it's important for us to find these references, read through them, understand them. I like he he, he puts in bold and, and uh, sometimes highlights things that are important in the actual paragraph. But uh, let's kick along here a little bit more. Since the common good is the reason that the political authority exists, mm. you don't have to read it all, the individual person, the family or intermediate groups are not able to achieve their full development by themselves for living is a truly human life. Ooh. Now we must understand. Yeah, I'm gonna, just a little tip off. I've started to hear this one too. Okay. A, a living a truly human life. This is an interesting phrase that I've, I've, I've started to hear. Mm. And what it, <clears throat> excuse me, what it does is it, 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 it's a very subtle way of, of sliding to the side without a, a, a need of God. It's a truly human life. Right. And, and it really is interesting here because God appears to be place, being, being placed in the hands of the state. Yeah. So uh, okay. we, we just wanted to, to make that an analogy there very quickly. So let's let's continue here. Understand that language. You must understand how they think. What does it mean to live a truly human life? Mm. We need to have it identified. Please explain yourself. Yes. What does it mean to live a truly human life? I would like to know. We'll get to that. Ooh. Oh, okay. Here we go. Pope Francis, I want you to look at the dates, please. This is May 
to 2019. Okay. Pope Francis yeah. called on national nations to work towards a global common good. Ooh. Uh -huh. Thursday, particularly in confronting climate change, human trafficking, and nuclear threats. Aha. Uh -huh. Now let's... Now, this, all was, right. this was all the way back in 2019, ladies and gentlemen. And yeah. Uh, yeah. look at who he's with. Uh, really some, some very influential people there. And, and not just what's a, who are in the picture. There, and there's, there's many more that, that we'll see as we, we go along here. But look at those. They're calling a, a global common good. Right, not just a, a a common good in your neighborhood. He is looking for a global common good, and now the first thing on he, he lists three things, and the first thing on the list is climate change. Yeah, uh, because he's confronting these things. Oh yeah, that's his list are the three most critical things. Very, mm -hmm. you know, how can you argue with the second two? You know, he, he groups them in, you know, human trafficking. Who does not want that done away with? Well, yeah. You know, nuclear yeah. threats to our lives. Who doesn't want that done away with? Right. But why is climate change listed first? Whoa. Yeah. Then you read along here, you know, and the, the our lit, you know, our audience has the opportunity to do this, but just kind of glide through here. We're going to, have uh, Walter kind of finish this out for a bit, and we'll be making some more comments. But this is wake up and put your eyes wide open on 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 what's going on here. <laughs> yeah. In the current situation of globalization, not only of the economy but also of the technological and cultural exchanges, the nation state is no longer able to procure the common good of its population alone. Ooh. So we need a global Ooh. coming together in order to enforce the common good. It has to be global. Mm. That means the whole world. How much of the world will be involved? The whole All world. Oh, everyone. The common good has become global and nations must associate for their own benefit. Whoa. He's speaking with authority. The Pope warned against nationalism that raises walls. Mm. That's a reference to whom? <laughs> Obviously, President Trump. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want you to forget that this is a game called Hegelian dialectic. It's a game to channel the mindset of humanity into a direction of accepting the common good. And the only way you will do that is if the pain of accepting it exceeds not accepting it. So let's mm. create so much chaos and so much pain that everybody will accept it. And how do you do that? By creating the extreme poles which create the chaos that you say, I cannot live with this anymore. I'm not even <laughs> safe to go into a Walmart anymore. Please do something. Uh huh. Yeah. And then you've been duped. Yeah, we will pause it right there, and we we yeah. have been doing so. Uh, yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can see this has been 
little a, a little while ago, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, because President Trump is you know sort of long gone out of the the White House. But the point that is being made here is still relevant today. Well, yeah, it, yeah. This, I mean, you know, what he's talking about here is they create this. And we've we've talked about it here on this the show, a pandemic, if you will. And I was going to bring, yeah. And, and, and he about. said it's not even safe to go into a Walmart, and and things get so crazy, and you go, yes, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, get the whole world, get this common good thing, level the playing field, and let's get on with it. Yeah, I, I mean, I was going to bring up basically the same thing, but it's like, it. Yeah, it. Oh man, um, no, I I had it for a second. Well, he, he what makes I, such what a I was good gonna, point. What I was gonna say is that, like, just like, um, okay, yeah, it's the fear mongering. That's where I was going. Yeah, it, it's the same thing with the with the pandemic, with the with the jab. Mm-hmm. It's it's the fear. It's you know, with COVID, it, it's push fear, push fear, push fear. Um, so now. You know, they're they're just doing it in a different way, right? And I was gonna go back to he he made a comment in there about uh, what was it? He said that I think the quote was that the individual governments can't control this by themselves. Yes. So in other words, the state I think was right. What, what it, right. So you're right. It's, but essentially, you're you're saying that each government over can't. each uh, country or whatever mm-hmm. cannot. Of themselves, of themselves. That's right. Do anything for the greater good. Is that? I that's mean, exactly in right. In other words, well, think think about this because I, I immediately in my head went to something that we brought up that um, uh, it was a comment by we won't mention names Barack Obama, uh, oh, oh, where yeah. he said yes. that people are too stupid, yeah. So they need somebody higher up. Okay, but picture this, right? If every single country government is quote. As I mean, I'm inept. paraphrasing. They're inept. stupid mm-hmm. to control their right. own people in this quote manner. Do you think another quote government? Because you, you see where I'm going. Another government over top of them is going to be smart enough to govern the ones that were in control of the governing. So, Only. no, we're just creating a higher a hierarchy because we want to be in control. Well, wait, no, no, no. You're missing. I mean, the, you're that's missing, what I get. From you're it. missing the boat, Ben. Well, probably. You see, all of these other small little nations and then around the world, they they don't quite <clears throat> quite get it. You were on to it the first time. You know when yeah. when Obama said that. You know you they're not smart enough to to know. So he he said. Uh, Walter Vaith just mentioned uh, as he was reading. He said, "Oh, he's speaking with authority." Yeah. So what what he's saying is, look, th- we need to go global because these people don't know how to do it. We know exactly how to, right. Yeah, to uh-huh. implement this particular common good type of plan or government or uh, yeah, yeah. A uh, 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 n- n- new uh, program, if you will, but it has to be done with someone with the power to enforce it, and that's, that's basically right. what he's saying: is that has to be us. And who better, when you think about it, mm. if he if if they represent the United Nations and they have a seat 
in the United Nations. Who's the most powerful spiritual uh-huh. influence in the world? Yeah. Well, it's obviously the Pope. I mean, he's got a Pope mobile. Who else has a Pope mobile? Right. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Who else has got a mobile? I mean, you know, I don't even think Billy Graham had a, you know, a Graham mobile. Um, and I, I'm, but what I'm getting at is this is an obvious, in a very subtle little way, to lift up a a, a an entity, if you will a structure of a religious entity to yeah. power and well, yeah. and to make decisions and just a, 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 a let's just face it a slick little way of doing it so let's well, get yeah. back yeah let's get yeah. back to this here uh, quickly and and let Walter Vaith um, kind of and just by the way this might help our audience Walter Vaith spent many years in the Catholic Church he was an actual Member and knows how they operate inside and out. So it's a it's okay. He speaks yeah. from, from experience and and kind of learning as he's 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 grown. So gotcha. Here we go. Let's get back into giving up your freedom. Wow. Here it is. The vanish. Here we go again. Here we go again. And, and you know, that's the only thing about this. Wowzers. But, yeah. Well, well, we didn't used to run into that too much. And what, what is up no, with that? I guess it's just this particular thing. Because we went video. See, I think that well, it the, knows. It it knows. <laughs> uh, it knows. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, okay. All right, Walter. We're coming back to you, buddy. Here we Good go. Good with <laughs> prosperity. <laughs> I like that. That means I want the common good, but don't think you're going to get anything out of it. Yeah, let's let's back this thing up for a second. I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna back that because we missed that quote on that particular okay s- on that particular slide there. Um, All right. But you're not going to be any better off. I'm a cruel taskmaster. Look at the Middle Ages, and you'll know why. So the common. Okay, so I'm going to just pause. The common good is he's going to read right here at the bottom of this. The common good, on the other hand, the Pope continued, is much more than the sum of individual interests. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. So it's more than my individual interest? I mean, it's how can it be more than that? I mean, what's, you know, is so I'm not to be concerned about my individual interest? Some might say, no, Mike, that's selfishness, you know. But then he, then he follows that with, it moves from what is best for me to what is best for everyone. Right. Oh, so I need to, when i considering what I do day in, day out, uh, I need to embrace everything, which brings a people together, a common purpose, shared values, Ideas which help us to look beyond our limited individual horizons. Right. Wow, that sounds like, I think he said it very well, my freedom is being taken away. Mm. So are we trading this common good for our freedom? Mm. What do you think, Walter? Common good, on the other hand, the Pope continued, is much more than the sum of the individual interests. I don't necessarily read every slide completely, but it's there 
so that if anybody looks at it later, they can pause it and they can read it for themselves. Because otherwise they say, I'm, I'm doing this out of context. Do you understand? Very good. I like that. The common good, on the other hand, the Pope continues, is much more than the sum of individual interests. It moves from what is best for me <laughs> to what is best for everyone. So this is merging your individuality into society. You may not think above that which is the common good for the society. That's where your level of thinking must be. Mm. U.S. Catholic faith and real life, what is the common good? The task of creating a good life for all members of society is never perfectly realized. Ooh. This comes from uscatholic.org. The common good is a lot like a set of optimal conditions that allow both the team and its player to succeed. <laughs> in theological terms, the common good is defined in Pope John XXIII's encyclical Materet Magistra on Christianity and social progress as the sum total of the social conditions which allow people, either as groups or as individuals, to reach their fulfillment more fully and more easily. Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah, Perhaps yeah, the greatest yeah, yeah, difficulty yeah. with this analogy, however, is being seeing a society as a team. Our society is so thoroughly individualistic that it's difficult to see beyond our own individual happiness. Solidarity encourages us to see one another as each other's keepers to oh. make sure that no individual is hogging the ball. Oh. What does that say? <laughs> to make sure... Make, yeah. That no individual is hogging the ball. Mm. Wow. Also necessary is the state, which acts like a coach to guarantee the coherency, unity, and organization of the civil society. Now, excuse me, the state <laughs> doesn't consist of individuals much brighter than the average citizen. <laughs> because they're made up of the average And I'm not being citizen. facetious, it's no, just a fact. Right? Yeah, it, yes, because I love it. they're drawn it. from common citizens, aren't they? Thank you. Yeah. Thank so you. who's the one who's going to tell the state what to do? That's right. Hey, good question, Who's going to define for the state what the common good is? That After is right. all, isn't he arguing supposedly here against those that talk nationalism yeah. and build walls? Yeah. So he's trying to tell that state, if you can guess which that one is, that this is not the way. You have to come this way. Uh-huh. With us. What would you yeah, do? Yeah. Oh, okay. boy. All right. This, this, guy is, this guy is about ready to have a heart attack listening to, uh, uh, to Walter. But I think uh, that's probably about as far as we're going to go today. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me, let me say this. This term, common good, is being used throughout the world right now, and you're going to hear it more and more. But there is a plan, and in the Pope's encyclical, there's all kinds of, uh, of terms that are used, and it's all... I, I just, I, I sort of like, because, you know, the ex... say the former athlete, or I still like to exercise and, and take care of myself that way, but I love right. the analogy yeah. of the team and the ball hogger. Yeah. I couldn't help but think, Ben, how are you going? Since we need to make sure that no one's hogging the ball. I'm thinking, what he's trying to say, we, we need to make sure in common good that someone doesn't have more. I th you know, so someone's not controlling the ball. 
someone's not, you know, as as a team, yeah, the ball should be passed on a regular, you know, if if you're talking about hogging the ball is usually oh. basketball. I mean, or maybe soccer. Well, I you know. or 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 fo- I was envisioning like like a football team and like well for the common good. Everybody's got to to touch the ball at the same time, and y'all just run with the ball. Everybody's touching the ball, and you run. Yeah, you know it's I, equal. I, yeah, it's almost if you think about it, it's like socialism. Well, it's, if you it's, if you kind of think it's, about it, it's, it's almost that same. It's right like there. Everybody should be on a level playing field, which yeah. is kind of what socialism is to a point. Right. Um. So it, it's sort of pulling some of that right. in there. Well, you know. Who do we know? I mean, we, we, you know, we both have been kicking along this planet for you know a combined, uh, probably close to a hundred years combined, something like that. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. Now, with that being said, I've not I've not run into too many people that I could honestly say they are one hundred percent fair in everything they do. I'm not saying that there's not good people, right? But yeah. I, I could I can definitely tell you that there are a few. Right. And most of those people I can definitely tell you had a relationship with our creator. There you go. Yeah. And when it comes to that, the scriptures tell us that we serve a just God. He says, I am a just God, meaning I am one hundred percent fair toward everyone. Right. So the only one I know, and and of course, when you get into it, you know that even Christ said that you're going to have a group of wheat and a group of tares. Yeah. And they must grow together. I don't recall anything in the scripture saying that we need to try to make everyone benefit to a to a uh, the same level, whether you're a wheat or you're a tear. Matter of fact, it's just the opposite. I mean, the, he right. he comes in. He said the 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 truth is is like a sword. Yeah, the cutting, dividing, and it's just a fact. It's not that's not his design, because on that side of fair, he wishes that none be lost. Absolutely. So I, I'm looking at this idea, and you're trying to make all of this happen without even incorporating God. That's, I think, the thing that we need to look at. You have a representative that is claiming to be the only one that can do this. Right. And it's not just one individual. It is the system of the papacy that is looking to control all of this, which if you wanted to know who were the, the you know, there's lots of men and women that claim to be the richest. Well, the one that nobody mentions is the richest man in the world mm-hmm. is easily the Pope, without without a well, doubt. Well, yeah. Okay. Without a doubt. But I don't see any, and, and we're going to continue to dissect this, but I don't see any reference to, with the help of our Creator, we're going to really change lives and change this. No, it's all about control, and as you look at it a little bit more deeply, nothing has changed. And yeah. you can look back in history, and if we if we forget that, you know what they say is we are doomed to repeat it. That's so, true. But uh, good stuff. I just I, I 
hope hope you guys enjoyed that a bit because these two just this getting back to normal and 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 the you know for the common good these two phrases have just really really come to the forefront with me and uh, I, thanks for letting me indulge uh, today but I hope this this truth that we brought to you has sparked some thought and uh, actually go back and look at some of the references look up and pull up some of Walter Vaith's uh, presentations because they're absolutely awesome and they are on the money uh, so and as you can go, you can pull up things that are a little bit, I mean, he goes back a few years, uh, so pull up things that are, I guess, more current, if you will. Uh, but even things, as you look back to 2019, are very relevant today. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, there are things that are going on while we are not aware, while we are asleep. And let's hope... We did that. What was the last? Was it the last episode? Was that uh, sleep on the merry-go-round? Or was that yep, the one? Yeah, that was the last one. Yes. Sir. Yeah. Please, please wake up while you're on the merry-go-round, and you might want to just hop off and see what else is out there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. See, see who's controlling uh, the merry-go-round. So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, we, we we have given you a little bit of an idea. So, anyway, uh, I think that's a wrap for today, isn't it, yes, Ben? Sir. All right. Well, uh, let's. Uh, Go to our Creator in prayer as we close. Uh, I right. will, I will sort of take the old hat off, uh, being that we're going to pray. And here we go. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you again for an opportunity to bring the undiluted truth to all of those that are listening. We pray that. Your Holy Spirit will fill the hearts and the minds of everyone listening and uh, those that are here in the studio. Uh, we ask for a double dose of that Spirit to give us wisdom and understanding, give us discernment. Father, there are so many things going on out there that are absolutely hard to put your finger on sometimes, but we know that we can understand all of the things that are going on and that are within your will if we call upon you. So today, that's what we do. We call upon you, Father, to show us, help to guide us along, be that beacon of light. May we continue to walk on the paths of your righteousness and be able to discern the truth so that we can share it with others. So, Father, all of those that have been infected by things of the enemy, uh, we pray that your spirit comfort them. May you heal them where, where that is necessary, whether it be physical or spiritual. And we ask for your complete protection on those who are standing up for truth around the world because we know that your soon coming is soon. And we thank you again for this platform and for the, uh, the physical and the spiritual strength that you've given Ben and I to do what we do. And as we part ways, as usual, we ask and pray that every intent of our thought be pure. And we pray it 
and ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.